This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. That's right. Thank you very much, Mr. Lee. This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, and I am your host, John Solberg. Today's episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought-after 100% Australian non-crossbred Wylara 9-plus briskets. And as always, hand-picked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they're shipping out competition-quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use the Butcher Shop win, and they win often. Not a competitor, but still have an eye for the finer cuts? Great news. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock. And again, it's always hand-picked just for you. You might be saying, John, all this sounds great, but what about the exotic stuff? We'll rest easy knowing the Butcher Shop will get you your next elk steak or camel roast. They'll ship it out promptly. Yes, they'll ship you some camel. So let's review the best competition briskets. Check the best pork selection. Check giving you better overall options to cook at home. Absolutely, it's a check. So give the butcher shop a call today, 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Mention the Barbecue Central Show for 10% off your entire order each and every time. You can also interact with them on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash the butcher shop, shop spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-crossbred Wylara 9 Plus briskets. And here's what's going on in today's show. From December the 1st in 2010, it is the very first grilling roundtable. Just going to hope it works. All right. We are breaking the normal. What I would call normal. Um, Whatchamacallit. Let's have the can I have the normal view back, please? Is that possible? Is that possible? Oh my lord, what a mess! This is all getting edited out in the editing process. All right, here we go. We're going to be getting into the steak roundtable tonight. First off, if you want to jump in, if you want to call. You can do so toll-free. Give your own opinion if you want. If you have some questions you want to ask this expert panel that we have tonight, 877. You can also email the show, greg at the bbqcentralshow.com. All that being said, it is now time for the very first grilling roundtable here on the show. And it is the barbecue grilling round, the barbecue grilling round. The Barbecue Central Radio Show Roundtable Grilling Edition, all about steak, and we have an expert panel. Joining me tonight is Chris Finney, either in South Carolina or North Carolina. One never knows. We also have Brian Pollock from Carroll Stream, Illinois, and that is just west of the windy city of Chicago. And then rounding out the panel, Chuck Dorak from Easton, Pennsylvania. Guys, I appreciate you taking time out to join me here on the Steak Roundtable, and we will do... As we always do, starting out every single roundtable, barbecue or not, 
what do we have for the arsenal of grills and cookers and barbecue pits and all that other stuff? And we'll start with Chuck. Oh, geez. Um, I've got, let's see now, I've got a charbroil professional four-burner uh, grill, gas grill. I've got a Meadow Creek Caters Delight 108 with a charcoal, uh, nice big charcoal cooker on the back. And I've got an FEC 100 in my backyard for all the bigger low and slow cuts of meat. And I just recently got rid of my two Weber Smoky Mountains. Was able to pass them on to some newbies. Excellent, Brian. How about you? What do you What do you got there cooking up? Well, I like to uh, kind of span the span the horizon there. With um, yeah, I've got a brand new, uh, actually Weber Smoky Mountain. So I should have come to Chuck first, I guess. I could have bought one of his. <laughs> and um, I've got the uh, Weber kettle. Of course, I've got the uh, thing that everyone will cringe at. I've got the gas burner there from uh, Great Outdoors for the uh, the quick hits. But probably my favorite one is my big green egg. Penny, what do you got? Uh, I've got two uh, superior smokers, one mounted on a trailer that I use for competitions, and I've got two Primo ceramic cookers, three WSMs, and four Weber kettles in varying sizes and colors. Some would think you have some type of problem down there. Uh, I've got lots of problems. <laughs> but grillings and barbecues aren't one of them, right? Not so far. All right, so we'll move on to the first question. And uh, obviously, if, if you don't have as many as Finney does, this might be a little easier for you to uh, answer. So we'll go back to Chris on this one. Do you have a personal favorite to do your high-temperature grilling on, Chris? Uh, I use one of the two Primos. I, one of them's an extra-large oval, and the other one's the Oval Junior. Uh, I don't work where I live, so I've got the small one with me wherever I'm working and then the big one's at home. So if I'm at home cooking a steak or grilling anything, it's on the Primo there usually, and it's on the Primo Junior here. You don't work where you live. You don't work where you live. In a related story, Chris, I don't shit where I eat. (laughs) All right. Uh, Brian, do you have a favorite cooker to grill on? I do, actually. It's my uh, big green egg. I have the uh, the extra large, which is, for those who don't know, I mean, similar to the Primo's. It's a ceramic cooker, and um, you can get the temperatures nice and high for searing, and then it adjusts real quickly down to grilling temperature. What about you, Chuck? Well, when I'm out catering, I use the uh, Caterer's Delight from Meadow Creek. Uh, the uh, barbecue 42 on the back turns into a nice... Uh, charcoal grill, and uh, I use that on my catering jobs at home. Um, I use it depends on what we're, what's going on. The kids got some sports going on. I use the gas if I'm able to kick back and relax. It's the uh, Weber. All right, now, before we get into any prep, and why not run down any grill cleaning procedures that you guys personally go through? Before you do any type of cook on the grill, uh, we'll start with Brian. What kind of cleaning procedures are you running through? Wait, you're supposed to clean the grill? Uh, no, you don't have to, right? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no, I always do. In fact, um, I typically clean the grill both before I use it and then after every cook as well. Um, you know, I typically like to get the um, grill running up on a real high temperature. 
uh, let that just you know heat way up there, and it burns off anything that's accumulated on the grates. And it turns it to an ash, and it'll just scrape right off with a with a brush and just rubbing it. What about you, Chuck? What do you uh, what are you doing to clean off? Well, after I'm done, I, I I like to give it a brush down and get all the you know stuff that's on there off. Um, and if uh, for some reason I forget to do that and I come back and it's been a while since I used it and it's really bad, I've been known to throw tinfoil over the grate and get it super rocket high and it burns everything to a white ash. Finny. I take a piece of aluminum foil, wad it up, grab it with a pair of tongs and rub it over the grill grates. Very simple, but uh, clean grill is a health, uh, healthy grill. I'm sure we can all agree on that. So we'll move. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you prefer? Do you prefer charcoal or gas? And we'll start with Finney. I don't own any gas grills. All right. So we know what you prefer, Brian. Do you prefer charcoal or gas? You know, um, I actually use them both. In fact, and I use wood when I'm cooking. But um, I think, as far as I'm concerned depending on what I need and how quick I need to get going, I get good results across the board. Chuck, favorite between charcoal or gas? Uh, in the past two to three years, I've been a charcoal convert, but, you know, when I was cooking in restaurants, uh, it was gas. So, But I'm a charcoal convert now. I won't do anything. If I do a catering job on site at somebody's house, I'm, uh, it's all charcoal for me. Chris Finney, Brian Pollock, and Chuck Dorak joining me here for the steak roundtable, first ever on the second hour of the show. All right, so let's get into the preparatory issues and processes. We'll start with Chris. Want to find out what these dudes did to their steak? Has it evolved in 10 years? Has it changed? We don't know. Let's go find out. Head over to the bbqcentralshow.com. There'll be a link in the show notes to take you to the complete episode. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. You can get a hold of me, John, J-O-N, John at thebbqcentralshow.com. Be sure you check out The Butcher Shop, facebook.com slash thebuttershop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Don't forget to mention The Barbecue Central Show when you order and save 10% off each and every time. Until next time on the best moments of The Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I cannot wait to talk to you again very soon.